we went and viewed this really nice end of terrace. It was quite modern and it was so clean and new compared to what we had had previously. We were completely sold. When we were being shown around by the letting agent, we noticed that some of the doors were boarded up in a slightly strange way and that also there was a staircase going down to what was presumably the garage underneath the property and that had been boarded up. We asked the letting agents, are there stairs down there? Is there something down there? And he said, no, it's just the garage. You can use the garage to park your car. And we didn't think anything of that. We were all super excited to live somewhere that had just, you know, a nice sofa. We thought it was strange when we moved in that there was a pamphlet from the landlord that had not advice on, you know, how to use the thermostat or what to do if the, you know, the fridge was broken, but instead had advice for what to do if you were attacked. They'd made it themselves. And to this day, I remember the pamphlet saying, if you are attacked from behind, adopt a ragdoll position and go floppy. And on the one hand, I thought, oh, that's really considerate of our landlord to worry about our safety. On the other, I was like, what does this landlord know that I don't know? <laughs> so one night I had got home about midnight. We were watching some TV. I had a friend over. And all of a sudden we heard thump, thump thump from below us. What the hell is that? <laughs> what is that noise? Thump, thump, thump. And then we looked at each other and realised there's someone down there. Okay, there is someone in our basement. We ran upstairs and there was another girl who was already up there. And I think we all just hid in her bedroom for several hours until it stopped. I don't think any of us got any sleep that night at all. After that, I think what we did first was phone the landlord and ask if there was someone living in our basement. He said, I've got a friend who sometimes does some maintenance work for me on that property and some other properties that I've got. And when he's doing that work, he, he stays in the basement. Okay? Yeah, okay. The next day, for the first time in my life, me and one of the other girls went to the Citizens Advice Bureau because <laughs> what else do you do? So we went there and we were like, there's a man living in our basement. Is that cool? And they were like, mm, pretty much nothing you can do about that. Even now, I've, when I reflect on it, I think that was not normal or right. But when you're a student, you're so much more vulnerable than when you're a functioning adult who knows how the world works. On reflection, this now sounds crazy. But at the time, it was like, well, I guess we'll just make sure there's always two of us in the house at any given time. So the, the weird man living in our basement 
doesn't become threatening in any way. I don't. I don't know what we were thinking. And I remember one Sunday afternoon, very distinctly making no sound at all because I was so afraid to make any sound in the living room. And very distinctly, I could hear him watching a film downstairs. And I listened and I was like, I know that film. I can tell from the soundtrack. This man is watching 13 going on 30, a Jennifer Garner classic. And I was like, I love that film. I wish I was watching 13 going on 30 in peace in my home, but sadly I'm too afraid to make any noise or turn the television on. At this point, one of the other girls comes home and she's like, you're being ridiculous. We are paying rent in this place. We have every right to be here. Let's turn the TV on. Let's have some drinks. Let's get a takeaway. You need to relax. So we decided to do that. Speaking of hot, Mr. Hottie behind you is totally scamming on you right now. And the thumping started again. This time we were like, okay, we know that this is a man that our landlord knows. So we know there's someone down there, but we're not as afraid as we were. And also it's nine o'clock. We're allowed to watch television. So we just ignored it. I actually came over here because I think you're really cute. And that's when it started to get very, very hot. The temperature started to go, and I was like, even for a heat wave, I am really hot. And I put my hand on the radiator and it was scalding hot. That's strange. Where's the thermostat? Is it on a timer? We looked everywhere in the house for the thermostat and then we realized that the thermostat was in the basement So this man, in retaliation for us making noise or basically just existing in our flat, had turned the thermostat up and we had no power to turn it off. One of my flatmates was like, this is ridiculous. You should just go and confront him. And we were like, "Mm, we're never going to do that. I think that it was the right combination of personalities in the, the flat at the time that we would never confront anyone. You know, we were 20-year-old girls. It never occurred to us to go down and investigate. We just wouldn't, I just wouldn't, I mean, that to me is just the start of a horror film. After we went to the Citizens Advice Bureau and they said there's not much you can do about this, we realised that we had a key And one of the girls was like, we'll just wait till he goes out and then we'll sneak in and we'll turn the heating off so that he can't boil us alive. So we went downstairs, the two of us, and we saw this little like door into this, presumably this room where the thermostat was, and we knocked on the door. Nothing, no response. And so we unlocked the door. It was one of those weird setups where like a toilet had been plumbed in to a kitchen type room and the boiler and the thermostat were were down there as well. And so the girl that I was with ran over to the thermostat and she's turning the heating off, turning the heating off. She's like, I've done it. And I said, wait a minute, look at this. There was another room which just had 
the most serial killer energy of any space I've ever been into in my life. A mattress on the floor, like in a half-made bed. And there was, for some reason, a picture of The Last Supper, but it wasn't. It was like a cartoon version surrounded by flames. What a weird artistic choice. This is really creepy. Let's get out of here before he comes back. And so we ran back upstairs. And from that moment on, we never saw him again. I decided to go home for a couple of weeks and stay with my parents. And when I came back, he had left and hadn't been seen for weeks. So we all thought, he's finished his work, he's gone. And it just felt a lot more normal. Term was starting, everything had sort of calmed down. We got used to going down to the garage space because that's where one of my flatmates was storing her car. One evening, we decided we were going to go to the supermarket. So we went down, we all got into her car and she turned the lights on and suddenly illuminated at the back of the garage was this man's face and we could see it in the rearview mirror and we all screamed bloody murder. And he disappeared as quickly as he had appeared so we were all saying, get out, get out, we have to get out. My friend had to take her time manoeuvring the car out of the garage and he reappears in the rearview mirror. But this time, he's taken the time to put his toupee on and just stared at us as we drove off in terror into the night. So, yeah, that's that's the story of the time that I found out a man was living in my basement. That was made for us by Chris Attaway. Is there anything more chilling and horrific than the modern rental market? Yes, the house is haunted by a hundred angry ghosts, but it's nearer the tube. Yes, the landlord is a 5,000-year-old demonic entity, but the rent is a full £50 a week cheaper than anywhere else in the area.